الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد من لا نبي بعده وآله وصحبه ومن تابعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين اللهم ارض عنا وأرضنا وبما عندك كفنا ومن شرور خلقك سلمنا يا كريم وبعد Tonight's juz is actually full of parables. It has at least three parables in different places, different positions in the juz. But we will touch upon, of these parables, we will be touching upon one, insha'Allah ta'ala, towards the end of, juz, of the juz. Salam. You get married today, or? Looks like he just got married. He just came back from a funeral. Yeah, possibly the black funeral. So in Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 58, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces this ayah by telling us that he sends down rain from the sky, from the clouds, to bring forth the plantation from earth, just as he will be bringing the death towards the end of time. This is how we bring forth the dead, so that you may remember. Then, right after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about Nuh alayhi salam and sending Nuh laqad arsalna Nuhan ila qawmi. We have sent Nuh to his people. But in between these two verses, we have verse number 58, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْبَلَدُ الطَّيِّبُ يَخْرُجُ نَبَاتُهُ بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِ وَالَّذِي خَبُثَ لَا يَخْرُجُ إِلَّا نَكِدًا كَذَلِكَ نُصَرِّفُ الْآيَاتِ لِقَوْمٍ يَشْكُرُونَ As for the wholesome land, its plants come forth by the permission of their Lord. Yet for the land which is befouled, they come forth from it only meagerly. Here is a parable which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces to us, showing that as in the previous ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that in the, in the bringing forth of the plantation, there is a similarity of the bringing forth of the dead, the quickening of the dead, bringing dead back from death back to life. That's, that's the one before. And this ends with so that you may take admonition. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that people differ in terms, living individuals differ in terms of their benefiting, levels of benefiting from the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. People vary in how they receive the words of Allah. People vary in the way they respond to the messages of Allah. People vary in the way they take Allah's message to them. So he subhanahu wa ta'ala said that those who are living benefit from his mercy and from his guidance in different ways. Those whose hearts are clean and pure and they have the clean fitrah that accepts the reception of the message of Allah and interacts positively with it, they will benefit. And those whose hearts are diseased, whose hearts are corrupt, whose hearts are barren, they will not be responsive to the message of Allah 
just like a befouled land does not bring forth anything meagerly. And those whose hearts are clean will be like very rich soil, which will receive the rain and bring forth the best of it. So this is what we call tamthid, an example or a similitude. Just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the hearts of people in their response to the divine message are like the good land, the wholesome land that brings forth the good plantation as soon as it receives the rain and the bad hearts are like the foul and evil and barren land that brings nothing. Even if it brings, it will be very unbeneficial plants. Plants that you cannot use for anything, not even for your animals. It's like when you go out in the desert, in the barren desert, if you find any plants there, these plants are not suitable for grazing. You can't graze your sheep there. The only animals that might be able to eat them could be camels and sometimes they might even be not suitable for camels. Barren desert is only a place for lizards and for snakes and for scorpions. Even the animals that live there and the insects that live there are very harmful, very dangerous. But the lands which bring forth good plantation is the land where you can actually graze and grow good animals. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions when he says that the good land, the wholesome land, will bring about its plantation in a good way, he mentions, بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِ with the permission of its Lord. The scholars say, بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِ with the permission of its Lord is called إِذْنُ تَشْرِيف it is a, a permission of honoring. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the, that land the honor. Meaning that when you respond to the message of Allah positively, when your heart interacts with the message of Allah positively, it is not because you are smart. It is not because you have a talent. It is because Allah has given the permission for your heart to receive that message. It is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed your heart to respond. Otherwise, he could deprive your heart from response and made another heart respond positively. With the permission of his Lord. So that no one can claim that he's got the merit, the internal and the, uh, the, 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 original, the original merit of actually responding to the message of Allah positively. No one can claim that I am good because I am good. Or I will be good because I am good. It is all because of the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِ With the permission of His Lord. This is called إِذْنُ tashrif. It is a permission of honoring. وَعِنَايَةِ Showing the divine care. And there is another permission that is called the permission of taqween, Making and manufacturing and creating. Like qala. Why didn't you prostrate to the one I have created with my own hands? Meaning here, I have created with my power. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, I have created, but he said I have created with my power, meaning I have created with my permission, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The ulama say that there is also another beautiful metaphor in this ayah. There is another beautiful style in Balagha, in Arabic rhetoric. There is a style called Al-Ihtibak. Al-Ihtibak. Al-Ihtibak in Arabic rhetoric is when you mention two things opposite to each other. And each one of them has more than one component. 
Then you hide a component of each and let the other indicate it. So for example, when, I, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْبَلَدُ الطَّيِّبُ يَخْرُجُ نَبَاتُهُ The wholesome land, the good land will bring forth its plantation without having to say it's good plantation. But we understand that it's good plantation. So he didn't mention the plant, that the plantation will be good. He said the good land will bring forth the plantation. We know, but in, because it's good land, it will bring forth good plantation. But when he spoke about the foul land, he didn't say, وَالْبَلَدُ الْخَبِيثِ يَخْرُجُ نَبَاتُهُ خَبِيثًا He did not say, and the foul land will be bringing forth the foul plantation. He said, the one that is foul, وَالَّذِي uh, The plantation that is foul. So we understand from the plantation that it is foul that it doesn't come from a good land. It's coming from a foul land. So he hides one part from the first half and he hides the other part from the second half. This technical way of expression in Arabic is what we call ihtibak. The scholars of Balagha, they call this ihtibak. And the Quran uses that many, in many places. Arabs, for example, they say, I have offered it haze to eat and water, cold water. It means, and I have given it to drink cold water. But you understand, the scholar or the, the poet doesn't have to say, and I've offered it to, to you. Or for example, you say, I have had, or for example, I have had some food and water. It means I have eaten some food and I have drank some water. So you hide it because the person is smart. He is supposed to understand that. The Prophet ﷺ exemplifies this beautiful ayah as well in his Sahih Hadith where he says, The similitude, مَثَلُ مَا بَعَثَنِ اللَّهُ بِهِ مِنَ الْهُدَى وَالْعِلْمِ كَمَثَلِ غَيْثٍ أَصَابَ أَرْضًا فَكَانَ مِنْهَا أَرْضٌ نَقِيَّةٍ the similitude of, of the guidance and the knowledge Allah has sent me with is like rain that touches upon different lands. One of these lands is rich and pure soil. It accepts and absorbs the water and brings forth, brings forth a lot of plantation and a lot of grass. There is another piece of land that is very strong, so it, it held the water. It's like pits and holes. It held the water for people to offer water to their animals and for themselves to drink. But there is a third category of land that is flat and barren. It doesn't hold any water and it doesn't bring forth any plantation. Then the Prophet ﷺ says, this is like someone who learns the deen of Allah. He benefits himself and it fixes his behavior, it changes him, and then he goes to teach others. That's the first category. People who learn and they teach others. People who benefit and they give benefit to others. And the second category are individuals who do not do anything Knowledge doesn't do anything to themselves, but they are good orators, they are good speakers. They can write down. There could be people who have very good calligraphy and they write big books, but they never read them themselves. 
but others benefit from that. There could be someone who carries fiqh and understanding to someone who has more understanding than him. There could be someone who carries knowledge to someone who is more knowledgeable than him, someone who can benefit from that. But there is a third group that is the people who don't hold anything, they don't do anything in the service of knowledge, nor they benefit themselves. This is like the barren land, the barren flat land. They don't hold knowledge to benefit others, nor they absorb it and benefit themselves. Prophet says, The last example is that like those who don't raise their heads. And those who don't receive anything, any guidance from Allah, which Allah has sent me with. This month of Ramadan, brothers and sisters, offers us with this parable a good opportunity to be one of the first two categories. If not the first, then at least we'll be the second. But don't be the third. Don't be the third. Don't be the one who neither carries knowledge to others nor benefits from knowledge. Ahmed ibn Hanbal rahimahullah is narrated to have said, اُغْدُ عَالِمًا أَوْ مُتَعَلِّمًا أَوْ مُحِبًّا أَوْ مُسْتَمِعًا When you go to gatherings, go as a teacher, as a learner, as a listener, or as a lover. If you can't be a teacher, and you can't be a learner, and you can't just sit and learn with Adam, just go there and look at the people of knowledge and the people who are learning knowledge and wish to be one of them. Just love them for what they do. Don't be the last one, the fifth one. Who is a hater. Someone who just goes and he doesn't do anything. Don't be the last one, otherwise you'll be completely doomed. So this, inshallah ta'ala, in mind, we need to prepare our hearts so that it receives the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like a wholesome land and brings forth the best of its fruit and the best of its crops.